Rather than wait for the West Division two-week reset podcast for Central Division Hockey, the podcast, Colorado was involved in a minor trade deal with Buffalo to shore up their backup goaltending over the weekend. So here's a quick promo podcast in advance of Monday's full reset pod, hoping it's up Monday, but at the latest this Tuesday. So regarding the Colorado trade, that made me look into Buffalo's starting goaltending and the interesting journey for the starting goalie that was worth sharing and actually doesn't involve Colorado, but whose story does involve Chicago, Nashville, and St. Louis, all teams we focus on at the podcast. Of course, back to that trade. Colorado, after re-signing backup Pavel Frankos, 30, who played exceptional in what turned into split duty with Colorado starter Philip Grubauer a year ago, Frankos started 31 games played last year and went 21-9-4 with a 2.41 goals against average and a 9.23 save percentage. However, he had been injured in the return to play playoffs when he was hurt in the Dallas series. And of course, Grubauer was as well. Frankos has yet to see game action this season. He is listed as a long-term with a lower body injury. However, he was in Colorado camp, and he was Colorado's backup for two games on January 13th and 15th, but he was re-injured before starting a game this year. Colorado's backup duties then fell to goalie Hunter Miska, 25, who was demoted to the Colorado Eagles in the American Hockey League after getting pulled after the first period, where he allowed four goals against on seven shots, making three saves in the March 20th game, eventually won by Colorado, 8-4 over Anaheim. Colorado was losing 4-2 after one period when they made the goalie change and put in starter Philip Grubauer and then proceeded to score six unanswered to win handily. Miska, in five starts with Colorado, was 1-1-2 with a 4.16 goals against average and a .838 save percentage. He hadn't looked good in that in front of a team that is the NHL's best team heading into Saturday's game in allowing the fewest shots on goal against at 24.7 per game. Keep in mind, Colorado's starting goaltender this year, prior to Saturday afternoon shutout, has stellar numbers. He has a 1.82 goals against average and a .925 save percentage. That will actually be better once you add the 31 save shutout performance Grubauer had for his fifth shutout this season. So make no mistake, Colorado was looking for a backup goalie. Enter Buffalo goalie Jonas Johansson, 25, and he was traded to Colorado for a 2021 sixth round draft pick to Buffalo. Buffalo, whom I haven't watched a nanosecond of playing this season, is not doing good from the look at the standings and anything that I've heard about how Buffalo is doing. Last in the East Division. In fact, they are last in the NHL, actually, as I dropped this down on Saturday afternoon, where Johansson, as a backup, had a 3.79 goals against average and a .884 save percentage, and in seven games played, was 0-5-1. Numbers that make you, of course, wonder his value at first glance. And you shouldn't look at those numbers without the context of him playing in front of the worst team in the NHL to this point. That has merit to why the numbers may not reflect how he can play with a cup contending team versus the one he was with, a basement lottery one. So let's provide some context just for perspective. And that's again where Buffalo starter Carter Hutton comes into the equation. 
In 12 games played, he's won 10 and 1 with a 3.48 goals against average and a .885 save percentage. And those are well below his career numbers that are actually a 2.71 goals against average and a respectable 909 save percentage. Simply, I don't want to pass judgment on Johansson as the drop in Hunton's numbers would suggest the team defense in Buffalo in front of the goaltending is contributing to the stats. So for all of Buffalo's goalies this year, Johansson at least should get the opportunity as a backup to prove in front of the Colorado defensive group he can perform better than Miska. And comparing Johansson's numbers with the worst team directly to Miska's with one of the NHL's best teams, Miska's goals against average and save percentage were worse. How much better will Johansson be in net for the Avs? I'm not sure, but it does feel like an upgrade to Miska, although I'm pretty sure most would have been considered an upgrade to Miska, and that's just being brutally honest. It was absolutely needed for Colorado to do. They need to some way be able to be competitive while giving Grubauer nights off, of course, mostly because Francos isn't available. And really, when looking into Johansson, that led me to look at Hutton. And now I just want to talk off topic about Carter Hutton because his interesting journey to the NHL and his career is, although a lot less relevant, way more interesting than this trade. Firstly, Carter Hutton, now 35, back in his senior year at the University of Massachusetts Lowell in 2009-10, which is NCAA Division I, had a 2.04 goals against average, which was third best in Division One, with the fourth best save percentage, a .928 save percentage, and he ended up not getting drafted. What he ended up doing was signing a player tryout with Philadelphia in 2010. But it was San Jose who ends up signing him, yet he never plays an NHL game until signing with Chicago in 2012, where he gets one NHL start and mostly continues to play at the American Hockey League level. Chicago doesn't resign him, However, in 2013, Nashville signs him. And with Pecorini sidelined, Hutton ends up playing 40 games, having 34 starts, and goes 20-11-4, again at the NHL level, with Nashville, with a 2.62 goals against average and a .910 save percentage in 2013. But Nashville, who I think could use this goalie right now, don't keep him. Instead, they, of course, bet on UC Soros, after Hutton was in Nashville two more seasons. Now, given the age of future Hall of Famer Pecorene and Hutton, you can see why Nashville went to give the opportunity to the younger UC Soros. However, last season when he took over the bulk of the workload in Nashville, and to start this year, well, he just isn't the replacement for the above-average goaltending Nashville had in Rene's prime. The organization's plan for Saros to bridge between Rene and I guess now top 2020 Nashville draft pick Yaroslav Askarov, well, you might as well go into a rebuild because Saros' average goaltending won't make this team a playoff one. Anyways, back to Hutton's story. So as a free agent in 2016, Hutton signs with St. Louis. And with Jake Allen struggling as the starting goalie at that time in St. Louis, Hutton goes on a 17-7-3 run. And of goalies who played 30 or more games that year, he ends up leading the National Hockey League 
with a 2.09 goals against average and a .931 save percentage. The next offseason, it isn't St. Louis who signs him. It's in fact Buffalo, and he signs a three-year, $8.75 million deal with the Sabres. That's about a $2.75 million AAV, which is a pretty good deal for a goaltender. Now, his numbers in Buffalo have dropped with each season since that deal, but one thing no one will disagree with is the shambles that are the Buffalo Sabres organization. Those have been well-documented. So here's a guy that gets passed on at the draft after a really great final senior year. He still earns a contract and works his way through the American Hockey League to make it to the NHL. He then proceeds to have not one but two times where he shines with the starter hurt or struggling, but he never gets re-signed to either of those teams and has to move to another team to get a shot again at being a starter. And sadly for him, that has him currently in Buffalo. All of which really had me ask why GM Joe Sackick didn't trade for the older vet in the last year of a still team-friendly contract instead of a younger but less proven backup. I think I would have actually gone and traded for Hutton. I would expect Buffalo would have wanted more than the sixth rounder for Hutton, but heck, wouldn't a fourth rounder surely have gotten that deal done and have Buffalo retained some salary? And as the trade deadline approaches, it's not just the backup goaltending in Colorado that was shaky. St. Louis has received decent goaltending from their starter as well in Jordan Bennington, but they would be served to look for someone to replace backup Billy Huso, who at 26 with his 3.40 goals against average and a .885 save percentage, well, aren't much to write home about. And although he has a 6-3-1 record in 11 games played, nine of those starts, the drop-off between Bennington and Huso is absolutely as comparable to what Miska was providing similarly to Grubauer in Colorado. Except GM Joe Sackick went looking to find another backup. St. Louis hasn't. Meanwhile, I would have added Nashville to the list of teams that could have been looking for goaltending. However, UC Saros has been very good in a pair of games in returning from injury after being below average prior to it. Yet, Saros in tandem with Pekka Rene needn't be an upgrade now. But it's not for the reason you think. Nashville is already well out of the playoff conversation in the Discover Central. So they shouldn't be adding anyone. They should be sellers at the deadline. That Nashville's goalie upgrade should have actually been done prior to this season starting. This is a Colorado trade analysis as a podcast teaser for the upcoming Central Division Hockey, the podcast this week, West Reset podcast. I hope to have up Monday to recap of the last two weeks and provide analysis for the four Central Division teams playing this year in the West Division, that being Colorado, Minnesota, St. Louis, and Arizona. At the latest, if the editing takes longer, the pod will drop Tuesday. As for those other normal Central Division teams, that Discover Central podcast that looks at Chicago, Dallas, Nashville, with Winnipeg added in, is going to fall on Thursday or Friday of the latest. So they've been splitting the two. I'm Tim Bigelow. Keep a lookout for when the full editions of Central Division Hockey, the podcast this week, 
drop starting with the West Reset Podcast. Take advantage of Johnson & Johnson's winter wellness event and get rewarded. It pays to be prepared for the season. Get sweet deals from Johnson & Johnson's Winter Wellness Event now through December 3rd. If you purchase $15 or $25 of participating products at BJ's, you can get a $5 or $10 reward. Plus, you can even enter to win a Visa Rewards card. Purchase at BJ's, upload your receipt, and choose your reward. It pays to be prepared at BJ's. How would you like to come home to a bartender who will fix you any cocktail you want? I'll have an old-fashioned. I'll have a margarita. Now you can with the Bartesian Home Cocktail Maker. Bartesian is a sleek machine the size of a coffee maker that makes premium cocktails at the touch of a button. Choose from over 50 different cocktails, from classics to the most exotic premium cocktails served in the best bars today. You'll always get freshly mixed, perfectly balanced cocktails with the Bartesian Cocktail Maker. And now get Bartesian's best Black Friday deal ever at bartesian.com holiday. Entertaining? The Bartesian is ideal for parties. No need to stock all kinds of individual mixers for complicated recipes. Every guest gets the cocktail of their choice in seconds. The Bartesian makes a wonderful gift for anyone who loves a fine premium cocktail. Now get Bartesian's best Black Friday deal ever. It's available right now, only at bartesian.com holiday. That's B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com holiday for Bartesian's best deal ever. Only at bartesian.com holiday. 